When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor and the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app, Red Circle, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, also the Five Reasons YouTube channel. Make sure you hit like, subscribe, turn the notifications on. Also, check us out on Off the Floor. Text directly to your phone, $3.05 per month. Be bypass threads, X, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff, and get it directly to your phone from me, Greg, Alex, and Brady. It's called Off the Floor. You can find it at winnow.app. That's winnow with two N's, winnow.app backslash off the floor. Also check out the great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network. Get your great seafood from Ocean's Finest. You can find them at oceansfinest.com. You found them here in the Miami area for more than 40 years. They've been delivering premium seafood to the high-end cruise line industry, as well as five-star dining establishments. Now they deliver directly to your door. Family-owned and based out of Miami for over four decades, carrying the best variety of premium seafoods from jumbo shrimp and large snow crab legs to individually packed, excuse me, individually vacuum-packed beautiful portions of Atlantic salmon, mahi-mahi, ahi tuna, and more that allow you to eat as you go while remaining fresher for longer. Check them out at oceansfinest.com. That's oceansfinest.com. I promise you, you order it today, they'll be there within two or three days. It was there actually even quicker for me. Oceansfinest.com. And now, today's episode. Down uh, five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Where here's the thing, you can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buckley said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor plan, got an all band. Y'all seen the block, stop the one hand. And Pat, we trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat, y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, welcome back to Five on the Floor. Here's today's floor plan, another episode. We were not planning on this. Make sure you check out the episodes that Greg and I did with Eternal, uh, one, one of the members of our network. We did an episode about Dwayne Wade and all the disrespect with the comparisons of either Paul Pierce by himself or James Harden by others. And then we just did an episode, Alex and I, which literally just posted. Um, and it'll now be one of two episodes today because we were not planning this one where we went up down on the NBA wins futures, including the heats uh, out in Las Vegas. So we went through that uh, fun episode that Alex and I did. Make sure you check that out. Don't let it get lost in the news. But the news here is that Shams Trania who, of course, works for The Athletic, uh, goes on a show called The Rally. He's kind of Woj's primary competitor. He got a memo um, that was sent from the NBA to all 30 teams, and, of course, includes the Miami Heat and the Portland Trailblazers, 
about Dame Lillard's trade request and the stance that he only wants to play in Miami. And essentially what the memo says is that the league has spoken to both Dame Lillard and to his agent, Aaron Goodwin, about reports that they had essentially told other teams that Dame will not play ball with them, that if he's traded to any of those teams, he will not go. And of course that matters because it's a leverage play, right? If he says he's not going to play somewhere else, other teams are less likely to sort of make an offer to the Portland Trailblazers because they don't think they're going to get a happy, content, or even active Damian Lillard. Now, that perception has been out there. There have been reports to that effect. It, it is in the memo, apparently. Aaron Goodwin has denied actually doing this. Um, but either way, I am going to try, Greg, during this episode to take off my Heat Homer hat a little bit since some of you still think I have that, even though I still consider myself to re- be a reporter, but I do host a Miami Heat podcast. You, that may be a little bit more challenging. I certainly understand during these circumstances because it does seem like there's a litany of these things that have gone against uh, the Heat's activity, transaction activity over the years. And we will go through some of those since Pat Riley took over from whether it's Juwan Howard to Kyle Lowry to the big three and on and on and on. But here's where I start with this, okay? And we'll get into whether or not the league should have a legitimate concern about a player under contract threatening not to play somewhere else and whether or not as some in the Northeast media specifically who don't want Dame in Miami, very close to Adam Silver's office. Okay. Of course in midtown Manhattan um, and other places nearby uh, they're concerned that this is sort of the next leg in the player empowerment movement. That is not good for the game. That essentially you have a player who's not asking to go somewhere else in free agency or is not even uh, asking, you know, to be traded anywhere you know, while he's still under contract, but a player who has just signed an extension who is saying, just trade me one place. And so, you know, everybody's gotten there, you know, bleeps in a bunch, okay, about this, okay, especially if they're not related in any way to the Miami Heat about where this is going. Even Dr. J, I saw an interview with Joy D'Angela, who you should follow her work. Uh, Dr. J went off on players who are sort of hopping from team to team. He kind of he mentioned Durant specifically. He seemed to imply LeBron. But I will say this, even he said that Dame, of all people, had a right to do this because he had given his team more than a decade. He said 12 or 13 years. It's actually been 11, but more than a decade to get things right, and they didn't. And again, I want to be clear from my perspective on this as I view this. Dame Lillard has done everything right in this situation, and I wouldn't, I'm not just saying this because he's wanting to go to Miami. He, he laid it out for the team. Like, he hasn't hid – his a desire to stay in Portland for 11 years, but also what he needed to continue to stay. And the team Mm -hmm. has acknowledged Joe Cronin, the new general manager and relatively new within the last two years has acknowledged in a press conference. He said that he has failed Dame Lillard. So this is not a malcontent like say James Harden, who has asked out now of what three teams and has also, by the way, according to reports said, he's only going to play for one which is the Los Angeles Clippers. And yet nobody seems like Harden, who is someone who has actually ruined the game in a lot of different ways on the court and off, you know, my feelings about him. There doesn't seem to be an uproar about him, but there was a memo sent about Dame Lillard. We will get into the Riley stuff, but Greg, I want to let you get into this because there are a lot of interesting perspectives about who this helps because Heat fans freaked when they saw the memo. Okay. But there is a possibility, which we will touch on, that this actually helps Miami, but I just want to let you cover the whole thing from the start. Well, and another part of this that I thought um, 
you brought up pre-show was like the NBA just getting involved, like right. unprompted. They send a memo. That's a little weird and unprecedented. So I think like that's something also that we're digesting as well. And I think ultimately this is Portland crying and the league saying, okay, we're going to help um, publicly uh, because we hear you crying Portland. And that's where they wanted to get Goodwin and Lillard to affirm to everyone on paper that they would fully perform their services called for under their player contract in any trade scenario. See, like in theory, what this does is it drums up leverage because on paper he's now stated he'll play for any team that'll trade for him. Mm -hmm. So now um, in theory, that would make more teams perk their ears up and maybe Portland gains leverage and has more suitors, but we all know that that's not how this is going to play out. So it's all kind of just, um, for, for me, it's Portland looking more and more like they are desperate and they don't know how to handle this properly. And now the league has intervened and it just, it just always feels like Miami and Riley in particular ends up in this situation. I know why the league is doing it, but Portland looks inept in this moment. And it doesn't make me feel like there's any chance he goes. It actually makes me feel even more strong that this is like the, 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 the goodwill act on paper before the transaction gets done and we move on with this thing. So I think it actually like, that's how I feel. I don't know if it expedites it. I'm not sure of that. I almost feel like there it's kind of toxic. So you step away from it a little bit and kind of give these other teams time to digest the memo and consider anteing up. And then when nobody anties up, because here's the thing about this. And I know why Heat fans freaked. Dame Lillard is not attractive to the majority of NBA teams right now. Let, let me just repeat that because I know that we've spent a month now. It's almost a month talking about Dane. We've done like 18 episodes about how great his fit will be in Miami and all the rest of this. The Miami heat are specifically suited to take yeah. on Dame Lillard right now. Tell him. Okay. It's just like, you know, what, what's the thing, you know, uh, give me back my daughter. I got a special set of skills or whatever. They are specifically suited to this. Because A, he wants to play with them. B, they have a player that he is very close with who he wants to play with. C, they are in a contending championship window, which does not apply to about half of the league. D, they have proven willing to spend money when it's for a player like this. Okay, we can talk about whether the Arisons will go all in on anybody. But there are a lot of organizations who are not going to take on $61 million in the last year of that contract for a player who is going to be what? As great as he was last year, 36 years old, okay? The Heat will. The Heat will because they dealt with it, and they just did it with Jimmy with the extension. Not this big, obviously. It looked like it at the time, but no, okay? So there are only a few teams that – people talk about the Heat not having assets – but this is not just about assets. This is about having the will and the desire to go get this player. How many teams around the league are we really talking about? Boston is out of the picture. They did the Jalen yeah. Brown extension, correct? Okay. The Western Conference. 
It's not going to be Phoenix at this stage. It's not going to be Golden State, okay, even though he's from Oakland. So it's not going to be them. Denver is not making this move right now. They're running back a championship team. The Clippers, really, with what? Okay, I mean, they, they just had to get Kawhi back on the court. Are they trading Kawhi to get Dame? Is Portland Plus, they're getting Kawhi? James Harden. And they're getting James Harden, of course, because his request is okay. And they they training for Kawhi with a degenerative knee condition. They swapping Paul George for Dame after the conversation. No, so it's not going to be the Clippers, right? Okay, so look at the rest of the Western Conference. Which teams are contenders? New Orleans going to flip the whole thing? No, there was some conversation about Zion maybe going there to play with Dame, but they're not going after Dame right now. Where is this mystery team that the NBA is trying to create a market for Portland for? I mean, when Joe Cronin's looking at his list, if he's got a board, okay, as a lot of teams do, I I was in. Paralyze office, okay? And I they have players listed on the board, okay? They have teams, okay? Stop it, okay? But I'm just saying, like, teams could, you know, they'll do the research on this. Who do they think? Who is this white knight that is coming through to save Joe Cronin at this stage? The Brooklyn Nets are not coming through to save Joe Cronin at this stage. Nope. They could have done it. They did the Joe Harris thing. They're in this potentially for Tyler Hero. Is OKC doing it? Okay, is OKC going to trade uh, you know, Shea Gilgis Alexander make other moves. That team is on like a three to four year ch- track to being a, a dynasty potentially if they just stay with what they've got. They're going to bring in a 33 year old point guard when they already have Shea, so that in three years that contract is going to be 61 million dollars. You think Sam Presti's making that move? So, who are we talking about? You're trying to get Masai off his ass in Toronto? Is that what you're trying to do? Because it ain't going to be the Knicks, no matter what Stephen A. Smith says. Okay, they have Toronto's nothing- probably the only one, the only that team. People- yeah. The only and team. that and that's even just us like having to find one. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like this it, team it does doesn't even make real sense. Is Atlanta training for him? No. Are teams like Detroit, Orlando, San Antonio, Indiana, Houston, teams no. that, that are in rebuilds? Are you trading? So what are we talking about? Philadelphia? I mean, did Maury complain? I mean, it's funny. I, I put up a a, a a poll here. Like, who was the most likely to whine about this? Right. And Cronin's winning, but a lot of people suspect Mark Cuban because they always suspect Mark Cuban. But even Dallas is not in play for him. Danny Probably Ainge. Dan Gilbert even is, le- is leaving this one alone. <laughs> right. right. OK, so like what is this team like Dan Gilbert is training for Dame who doesn't want to be there after he's already got Donovan Mitchell, who clearly is not going to be there in a year or two. Right. Because he's uh-huh. already ticketed for New York. This is, I do read to a certain extent that this is performative. Um, I understand why Heat fans get freaked and they feel like everybody's against Miami because it does certainly seem that way. And we will get into that here after the break. But this is from our guy, Chris Kaufman. And if you don't follow Chris CK Parrot, you should, because honestly, he's as good as anybody covering the Miami Dolphins. Okay. He, he is as good or better at what he does in our network Correct. as we are on our side, on the heat side. Okay. CK. And he also, by the way, follows a lot of basketball too, and tries to sneak in here sometimes. Okay. CK posted this, right? This is a public humiliation easily perceived as instigated by the Blazers. The team that broke a million promises is now publicly embarrassing Dame and playing dirty, getting silver to put him back in his place. Zero chance. Dame plays ball with the trade anywhere, but Miami now. And that's the most interesting part of this. According to the memo, he's going to get fined what? $150,000? 
I don't know that they put money on it, but they just said that they Bar- Barry tweeted something to that discipline effect. going forward is what they basically said. Any similar comments by players or their agents will be subject to discipline going forward. Okay, so I'm going to try to find it because I thought Barry had um, had posted something to this effect, and my point on it is this. I don't think there's any amount of money you could fa- you could find Dame Lillard at this stage, which is going to move him off his chosen position before he gets more entrenched because he's pissed off at the way Portland is handling this. Dame stayed 11 years with a franchise that most people thought he shouldn't have stayed with past six or seven because he is a stubborn SOB. <laughs> okay. And now that he's flipped, you got it? Yeah. So Barry Jackson was just, he was referencing, and this is, uh, a good thing to mention is that um, he never said publicly that he wants to be traded to the Heat. You know, obviously that was good when that that made that out there. Uh, but the league can find him as much as 150k if he says that. If he says that publicly, so basically that's what the NBA is threatening today to do. If any more of that happens, can I, can I do some quick math for you? Okay, what does they make this year? I know it's sixty-one million at the end of the year, at the end of the contract. What does he make this year? Do you got it? Uh somewhere like 42, 44, somewhere okay. in that ballpark. Right. Forty-five. Let, 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 at the let, most. Let's we should know this off the top of our heads, but let's let's I should, but let's do let's do forty-two. Let's divide it by eighty-two. Dame Lillard makes five hundred roughly again, based on that number, five hundred and twelve thousand one hundred and ninety-five dollars per game with twelve cents. Okay, now let's divide. So, h- how many times is that times fifty? Uh, was it one hundred fifty thousand? They can they can find him. Ready? Hold on. Forty five point okay. six million Dame makes. By the way, so it's even more. Basically, the they can find him up to one quarter of basketball. <laughs> one quarter. Do you think that Dave Lillard is going to move off of his stated position for one quarter? And then, so this begs the next question. How far does the NBA want to go to turn one of its most popular players, a player who has been well-liked for the entire course of his career, who has a deal with a a major beer brand in Modelo, which, by the way, plays that, – that commercial plays more than Jimmy's does on Michelob Light. It plays – Doesn't get in trouble. Doesn't get in trouble. TNT engages with the fans in social media, even when the fans come after him. He has been incredibly engaging with them. He'll go back at them sometimes. Okay. There is literally not a black mark against Dame Lillard's record. He stayed for 11 years in this place. How far, how far does Adam Silver and the league office want to go to villainize Dame Lillard? Is that going to be the posture that's taken on every guy who wants to go to Miami? Because it was with Braun, not from the league office necessarily, but from the media. Is that the way that this is going to play out? You want to make this guy wear the black hat now for the rest of his career. This guy. You've got someone in James Harden, again, okay, who has dogged it consistently to get out of situations with the Nets, with the Sixers, okay? Even KD, as much as I love KD's game. Over and over, right? Team jumping, all of this kind of stuff. You're going to take Dame Lillard, okay, somebody who, again, is somebody who, who kids can look up to because he's not that big. He's six foot. He's he's a small guard who's doing these kind of things, you know, 40-foot shots and all the rest of this stuff. And, again, not only stayed loyal to the organization, went along with the organization's plans. 
They shut him down during his best season so that they could do a soft tank in the last quarter of the season. Mm. Was that and not, didn't trade the pick? Didn't uh. trade. Uh, was that? But I'm asking this. Was if you're talking about what Dame or his agent, Aaron Goodwin, who by the way has about 20 years of credibility in the NBA, yeah. was LeBron's first agent, was Gary Payton's agent, was Damon Stoudemire's agent. You are gonna tell me, okay, that they are gonna take this guy, okay, instead of Harden or others, and make this guy out to be the villain. The example. The example. When he yeah. hasn't. He hasn't checked himself out of another camp yet. He hasn't said he's not going to report to Portland. He hasn't no. taken out on the fans. What has he done? He's literally posted IG story after IG story from fans thanking him for his service to the Portland Trailblazers. Is this the direction that the league wants to take this because Joe Cronin or someone else complains because not he only if he said Nick. Not if he said Boston or New York. Well, that's that's the whole thing. And that's why this is going to look so hypocritical if this is what turns out to happen. So, again, I'm trying to take off the Heat Homer hat here, but I'm looking at it from a league perspective. Is this the fight that they want to pick? Because if Dame wants – look, the next step for this is that Dame say, F the money, okay? F the money. I got enough coming to me. I'm going to stand on principle here, and I'm going to go where I want to go. Now, he has not said anything publicly. You're correct. But he could – he could come out and do the interview with Chris Haynes that we talked about. Maybe that's what they're trying to head off right now. Okay. But he could do that interview and he could say, I only want to go to Miami and dare the NBA. And let's come back to this, by the way. And I missed another point before, and I'll come back to it. Jimmy Butler did worse. If we're, if we're going to make an argument here, we'll take off the heat hat for a second. Jimmy Butler literally in Minnesota stopped reporting to the team showed up at a random practice as Jeff Teague tells the story. Okay. <laughs> Ran with the third stringers disappeared before he could even run again. Okay. Tibbs wasn't even expecting to see him there and was already on television with Rachel Nichols, embarrassing the Minnesota Timberwolves until they actually were going to move on something. Dame hasn't done any of that. Dame hasn't gone full Jimmy. Somebody told me at the beginning of this process, Dame was going to need Jimmy. to go full Jimmy. <laughs> he hasn't gone full Jimmy. So what are we talking about here? Is this is this really the guy that you want to take on and make an example of when you have so many other examples that you could go after here and there were no memos sent about any of them? Where's the James Harden memo? Where's the memo to the Philadelphia 76ers that if James on the other side of this, if James Harden decided to opt into his contract because and took less uh, potentially less money than he could have been free agency because he was promised to trade, where is the memo to the Philadelphia 76ers? Why haven't they traded him yet? Yeah. Why is James only asked for one team? Why is it always Miami? I, I just gotta keep coming back to that. Why is it always Miami? Performative or not, why is it always Miami? I want to tell you about another great sponsor of the Five Reasons Sports Network, You Break Wheel Fix, the complete wheel solution, youbreakwheelfix.com, based in North Miami. They can do the powder coating. They can do the, the repairs. We know the streets of South Florida are not so forgiving. Big Miami sports fans as well. Reach out to Mark and his team. Mention Five Reasons. You can find them at youbreakwheelfix.com. That's youbreakwheelfix.com. And, again, they're based in the Aventura area. A lot of you got chance to meet mark at our watch parties great person they do great work too and check them out on instagram as well it's at you break 
we'll fix. Also want to tell you about Better Edge. That is our betting partner here. That is legal. The NBA cannot send us a memo for this, okay? That is legal in 44 states, including the state of Florida. You're betting against others who use it. You're not betting against a bookie. And because of that, because of that, again, it is legal and you can find the lines that you want. Use the code 5RSN at Better Edge. That's with an O, betteredge.com. Use the code 5RSN and you will get $20 to play automatically. You also run all kinds of tournaments, cool events, on there. So make sure you check it out. It's at betteredge.com. Hey, it's Ethan Skolnick for Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. As you know, we heard from Pat Riley recently. Everybody has an opinion on trades, free agency, who they should keep, who they should give up, who they should get. Well, whatever it is that Riley and the Heat do, you don't want them giving up too much and getting too little, right? Well, the same is true of shaving products. And that's why I use Harry's shaving products. I love the way it handled. I love the way it looks. And I love the quality of the shave. I have a little bit of trouble growing out a good beard. So better to just shave it off and make sure that it looks somewhat professional. These are German engineered blades made in their own factory. So they stay sharp longer. It means you can use them longer. And also they've got customizable delivery options for scheduled refills as low as two bucks, half of what you pay for other big brands. Also, I would recommend the shaving lotion as well and the body wash. So check it out. You can go to harrys.com backslash five. That's harrys.com backslash five. You'll get a $13 trial set for just three bucks. Again, don't pay too much and get too little. Same is true of shaving as NBA transactions. Harrys.com backslash five for your $3 trial set. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right, I'm going to go through a little bit of history here, okay? Because I, I, I'm going to, and look, I'm going to give benefit of the doubt to some, okay? Um, because I tweeted this. And of course, you know, there are some that have to jump right over the top of this. So I'll get to this. I tweeted the Juwan Howard contract, the new CBA rules after Dan Gilbert whined about the Heat, the recruitment of Kyle Lowry. Remember that the Heat lost the draft pick for that, for tampering, even though every team does it. Yeah. Now the decision by Dane Lillard. I said, why does the league seem to only step in when it's the heat? Chris Paul aside, we'll discuss on five on the floor. Okay, so agreement um, from this. So, of course, Heat fans are saying facts and out-of-state fans are saying Kleenex. Right. Um, but I'll give you this because this is from a quote-unquote professional reporter. This is Sam Quinn, CBS, uh, CBS NBA reporter based in New York, actually, according to this, even though their CBS offices are down here. Okay. So he tweets at me, Chris Paul aside is an important distinction, exclamation point. The Lakers literally had a legal trade invalidated. That is true. Um, I mean, this trade has not been invalidated yet. Yeah, although, Sam, although Sam had Pico, ownership issues. There were ownership yes. like 
they were absent the owners, owned, basically. The league, the league owned yeah. the team. <laughs> it, correct. Yeah. So they thought that they were like basically double dipping and 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 like making a deal that was in the best interest of uh, themselves or whatever. So it was like that's a unique, unique yeah. scenario. Yeah. The league owned uh, the what was it was the Hornets at the time. I guess it was not the Pelicans yet. Is that correct? I'll, I'll have to go back yeah. and check. But okay. All right. Sam Amico, by the way, um, who, uh, you know, he's been on the podcast here, uh, not Sam Amick, but Sam Amico. We always make that distinction. Covers the Cleveland Cavaliers. He did tweet that the league could, I I have to look at his exact wording, but the league could veto a trade. But to this point, that has not been done. I don't believe there's any way that would actually happen. If that happened, all hell would break loose. But anyway, the Chris Paul thing is sort of an aside because I mentioned it, so he jumped over me on that. Then he said the Jawan Howard contract was illegal. The Heat didn't have the cap space for it. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna give people a little bit of a history lesson on this, okay? Because um, depending on who you talk to with the Heat, they either got caught with their hands in the cookie jar a little bit, or they got completely screwed. I I will tell you that the best quote in NBA history, uh, well maybe second best, you know, shut the f up and manage your own team, Danny Age. Uh, paraphrasing there uh, was the best quote I've ever I've ever heard or ever had scribbled to me as I stood outside of a locker room uh, scribbled scribbled to me and three other reporters uh, by by a heat PR director okay but this is the best quote I ever heard on a conference call and I, I will I will just say this for a little personal history how old I am this is literally the first Pat Riley conference call I was ever on so this was I was working for the Palm Beach Post I'd come out of uh, you know, college and grad school. I was interning up there. I was sort of the backup writer on the Miami Heat and the Florida Panthers at that time for the Palm Beach Post. And so I got, Tom D'Angelo was the beat writer, but I got put on this conference call. And this was after Juwan Howard was taken away. And Pat said, and I'll never forget this again, because this is my first ever Pat Riley. Imagine this introduction. My first ever Pat Riley conference call. I spent the weekend of my proctologist trying to remove the NBA's 17-foot pole out of my rear end. <laughs> That was Pat's quote. Um, for those that hurts who... so bad, by the way, as a fan, <laughs> like <laughs> what the proctologist or the okay, here we go. You ready? No, like getting Juwan, like thinking that we had Juwan and Alonzo, like that was unprecedented. Like this is before the age of free mm-hmm. agency, Ethan, and all this big trade specials and all that. And then it was taken away from us. Continue. Well, they, they had already gotten Zoe the summer before. Okay. And they had yeah. actually already added Tim. So this was the summer of 1996. And I'll read, this is from a story on Heat Hoops. Um, I don't know who, by Albert. I hope that maybe that's, maybe that's Albert Nachman. I believe it might be. Yep. Actually. Okay. So it's by Albert. So there you go. Um, for those familiar, this is uh, a cap expert. Um the Heat began the offseason with just $4.6 million in salary commitments to four players, Sasha Danilovich, Kurt Thomas, Keith Askins, and first-round pick Martin Mirsep, leaving an NBA-high $20.1 million bill of cap space below the $24.4 million salary cap. My God. Okay. Morning now, an impending free agent was a cornerstone of the vision. Okay. One minute after the new labor agreement was finalized at 4.59 p.m., the NBA's free agent marketplace officially opened. Riley kicked off the summer by turning his sights to three players – Gary Payton, whose agent, by the way, was Aaron Goodwin, Jawan Howard, and Alonzo Mourning. Pairing the three would certainly boost Miami into the league's upper echelon, but with just $20.1 million to allocate and no maximum salaries back then, the money was going to be tight. Riley he tried. 
Riley, Riley knew he could leverage Morning's $6.8 million cap hold and full bird rights to exceed the salary cap in giving him any first-year salary demanded. But that would leave just $13.3 million in first-year salary for Peyton and Howard to split, which would grow up to 20%. Each season thereafter and span a total of up to seven years, the chance to get both was remote. If there was to be only one, Howard was the clear priority. Okay. People don't realize how good Juwan Hat was at that stage. He'd averaged 21, 22 points, eight rebounds, and four assists the year before. And he was only 23. He had opted out of his existing contract with Washington. The initial bidding for Howard would take place at the headquarters of his agent, David Falk, who, by the way, also represented Michael Jordan, Patrick Ewing, and of course, Zoe. Okay. The Bullets opened the bidding with a seven year, 70. Okay. But anyway, going through this entire thing as we go forward, and I, I'm going to post this on our feed here, on our off the floor feed. At around 1 a.m. on Saturday, July 13th, Riley's phone rang. Howard was on the other end. Coach, he told Riley, I'm coming to Miami. Bullets general manager Wes Unsell will go on to claim that he called Falk in the afternoon of July 13th after the Heater reached his deal with Howard to increase his offer to seven years and $94.5 million, but that Falk quickly rejected it. Falk denied uh, having received such an increase, but accusing the Bullets of using spin control to make it look like they were really close in the wake of widespread outrage from Bullets fans. Nevertheless, for Riley and Miami, Howard was secured. The Heat was making progress with Peyton as well. And to go through this here, okay, essentially what happened was the order was off. Yeah. Okay. The order of the deals were off. And again, I'm paraphrasing. But essentially, it was Howard's deal would start at $9 million, leaving just $4.3 million for Peyton, which could pay out as much as $47.6 million, including potential bonus money over seven years, the total which could only increase by renouncing a bunch of guys. Okay, this is, again, cap gymnastics uh, that Albert would know, Andy Ellisberg would know, and I'm going to pass over. But essentially, GP re-signed with the Sonics for $85 million. His agent, Aaron Goodwin, again, we're talking about now, this is almost a three-decade relationship that the Heat have with Aaron Goodwin. His agent, Aaron Goodwin, would go on to say, we were happy the Heat signed Howard. That made a better team for Gary to play with. Gary likes Pat Riley and what the Heat are trying to build, but he also likes what the Sonics have done and considers the, the Seattle fans irreplaceable. When the moratorium ended on July 17th, the Heat officially signed Howard to a seven-year, $100.8 million contract, making him the NBA's first-ever nine-figure player, more than Hakeem and David Robinson. Okay, with Peyton no longer an option, quick uh, Riley quickly re worked to reallocate his money. They signed P.J. Brown, they re-signed Tim Hardaway, and the final move in the master plan was to sign Zoe to a seven-year, $105 million contract, utilizing his bird rights to legally exceed the salary cap by $2 million. The opportunity was made possible because Morning's $6.8 million cap hold was $2.5 million less than his $9.4 million salary to be. The vision was complete. The maneuvering was done. The Heat was set to become a perennial powerhouse. And then on July 31st, that's almost two weeks later, with Howard parading around Miami as a member of the Heat, the league shocked the NBA world by voiding his contract a full two weeks after it was executed. Two reasons were given by the league for its decision. First, this is in the quote. First, the Heat incorrectly calculated their available cap room because they excluded performance bonuses provided for in contracts submitted for Tim Hardaway and P.J. Brown that should have been included. Second, Miami... Uh, had already reached a deal with Alonzo Morning prior to the signing of Howard, thereby further reducing the amount of cap room available for the contract. Okay, there's more to this. I'm going to let well, other people... And also, Alonzo went on and did an interview 
as the first hundred million dollar player, mm-hmm. but Jawan had to be the first hundred million dollar player, not Alonzo. And unfortunately, that went viral because I believe it was on ESPN. It, it was, and that was one of the things here that that affected this. Um, and, and just again to sort of make the point here as we go forward, this became you know a huge controversial controversy. Okay, um, and again to go through all of the details. Riley made his argument. The NBA, led by David Stern at the time, would not hear it. And Riley had a quote here. He said, after Howard's contract was void on July 31st, in no way, shape, or form is there, has there ever been an agreement with Alonzo Mourning? We're in the process of trying to finalize terms with him. Riley was equally infuriated by the allegations of misappropriation of performance bonuses for Brown and Hardaway. Okay, so again, there's a lot more detail here, and I already read more of it than I thought I was going to read, so I'm going to post this on Off the Floor. But the point was the Heat felt at the time that they were being penalized for things, verbal things, that other teams were doing, okay? And this came in the wake of Riley leaving New York, which was unpopular (laughs) in that area, again, where (laughs) the league office is based. And so if you want to know where the persecution complex for Miami fan, Heat fans, the old school Miami Heat fans came from. It's from that. Yeah, It's from the Juwan thing. Like I was asked the other day and we did this on an episode where we took a mailbag, Alex and I, and we went through some of the questions that came in off the floor and we said, okay, where did this start? And I think in the modern era, it's the big three era. It's LeBron coming. People didn't want LeBron in Miami. They didn't feel that we deserved him in Miami. If he had said New York or LA, everything would have been fine. They wouldn't have cared about Cleveland. He came to Miami, and so it was a problem because we're a tourist town. Nobody works here. You know all this bullshit, right? Okay, that's where it started in the modern age. I don't really think it was Shaq in 2006. I I think Shaq had kind of worn out his welcome with the Lakers, and that team was transitioning to Kobe anyway. I don't think it was Shaq. But if you go back further, the roots of it, are 96. And I do believe that a lot of the way that the Heat organization has operated since is as a result of the Juwan Howard thing. I think some of, first thing, Andy getting promoted as he has over the years, I think was a response to this situation that we're not going to have these mistakes made again. Okay. And they haven't. But I also think that them being so insular, them not leaking, them not talking about things. And which, by the way, bounces back on them because national media guys don't like them because right. they don't get information from them. And they take they don't take care of anybody. But if they clarify with anyone, it's going to be the local guys first, which is not how it operates in many other cities. So they and don't get the benefit of the doubt. They do not. That's why Woj is, is, is carrying not just water. He's carrying vodka, uh, tequila. Every other thing you can imagine for the Portland front office because he doesn't get anything from the Heat organization. I think all of this stems back to that. I think that the Heat has wanted itself to be kind of an outlier, villainous organization as it comes to the NBA because they felt so screwed over in 96. Okay, so you can read the article on Off the Floor, but there is a pattern of this stuff, and it is why Heat fans get in their feelings, even though that memo was not directed at the Heat. It was directed at Aaron Goodwin and to a certain extent at Dame Lillard. Okay. 
And so I, I think that history is important because that is why <laughs> I got to think the Heat are furious today because there is this history of this. I mean, the Kyle Lowry thing, they lost a second round pick. How many teams have done the exact same team thing that the Heat were accused of doing, which by the way, they have denied and they lost a second round pick out of that. The big three, they went after free agents and literally Dan Gilbert stomped his feet until the CBA was mm -hmm. changed as a result. And then Gilbert ended up getting LeBron back and put together his own big three. And had to more... deal with those luxury tax consequences. Exactly. <laughs> it bounced back on him in Boomerang. But I, I just thought, I, I know people just want to talk about Dame. I understand it. But I just wanted to get to a little bit of a history lesson here because if this thing is overturned, if this thing is overturned, oh. that Pat Riley press conference is going to put to shame anything you have seen in your life. Maybe he's not as fiery as he used to be. Maybe he doesn't put things together quite the same way he used to. But that proctologist quote, that's nothing compared to what you're going to get here. So we just but that's wanna, not going to happen. Don't worry. Don't worry, folks. I'm gonna, we're going to leave it there. We're going to leave it there. You say don't worry. I'm going to let people not worry. Oceansfinest.com, better edge, use the code 5RSN. And also you break, we'll fix. Have a good night, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.